0: Some Some questionable work. work. Really? Yeah. He looks a little too cherubic for a man of his age. (laughs) Cherubic? (laughs) Yes. I'll just put it that way.
1: Have you seen some of the ads? He looks like a Campbell Soup Kid. (laughs) Right.
0: Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie.
1: Hi, everyone. Yeah. We are here. You are here. Yes. So, um, what do you want to kick off with? Let's see what we have. Well, there's. I want to tell you about this. Um, this, <laughs> this is popular science. Okay, or unpopular science. Unpopular science. science. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Okay. This is about a test tube kidney grown. <laughs>
0: I can see a test tube kidney. Yeah, a <laughs> test tube
1: kidney. A kidney grown to combat deadly organ disease. It goes rogue and spr- okay. sprouts a brain and
0: muscle cells. Ew. It yes. went rogue? It went rogue. How? This means we know nothing. It was... They it. Went, it's like you went in and you was like, you know what, I'm going to make a chicken, and you're like, fuck, I made a donkey.
1: Yeah. Basically, <laughs> or like you're, you're supposed to grow in this one direction, but you no, are now another they, thing. No, did they
0: not see Splice starring Sarah Jessica Parker as the animal? <laughs> the, the animal. The animal that attacks Adrian Brody. Oh, they, you didn't see the movie. I did. I saw the movie recently. That movie never should have been filmed. Isn't it a horrible it's movie? It's horrible. For all, on all levels on all levels there's nothing good about Splice Age, so Splice spoiler alert I'll do movies yeah, so in a minute Yeah, do movies Sorry, in a movies minute, movies for, in a th- minute. Th- for Splice so Adrian Brody and some woman who got very little work afterwards are geneticists and they want to make a new creature so they uh, use some different parts of other creatures right. and then they inseminate they somehow mix the woman's Ovum, yeah, with it, and they create Sarah Jessica Parker. It's not
1: Sarah Jessica <laughs> with Parker. a tail. No, it's not. It's a creature with all these different. It's almost like a Frankenstein monster that is not pieced together outside, yeah. but it has the a womb. vagina
0: and tits. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a woman. It's a woman, but it's it's a creature with, with cat feet and feet and a weird head, and then a tail, and also it does a gender change halfway through.
1: Well, yeah, because now, but it's it's younger, and then it grows.
0: Yeah. They keep it in a warehouse for a while, then they move it to a farm in the country. And then becomes a young woman. It becomes a young woman and wants to do things that young women do. Uh, they won't let it out. It gets angry. Adrian Brody has sex with it. Figures. And it's gets a- busted in the act by his partner. Yeah. Yeah uh then the sarah jessica parker thing takes off keep calling it
1: sarah jessica parker <laughs> they say like, they're
0: going to kill it they they do they bury it but then it does the gender change comes back and assaults the woman sexually, assault. sexually assaults it's, the woman yeah who then becomes pregnant and then is going to sell that progeny into science yes so this for is for lots a of money for lots like, of money and
1: like is like this is this she knows it's a bad idea but the, and she's like, I don't care at this point because I've been through hell and I just needed cash.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the sexual assault is terrible. Oh my but, God. What's even like, well, weirder about it is that it's her son. Yeah. Daughter into son. Daughter yeah. into son. And then she has a thing, a split, with her son. Yeah. So that's the movie Splice. I don't know how we got into that. Oh, about. Okay, no, this kidney. Okay. Oh, so the, the thing was at the beginning they create these, these two, like, looks like pieces of gum. And they think things are going well, and then they attack and kill each other, right? Because they didn't realize that whatever it is that they made has, you know, the genetics had a mind of its own, yeah, right. So, and now Now we go: miniature kidney.
1: So they uh, miniature kidney, which was being grown in a laboratory, is forming its own brain and muscle cells. Mm -hmm. Um, So the lab-grown organs were created in test tubes, and they started uh, behaving in unexpected ways. the kidney also known as
0: kidney organoids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Also known as? Somebody made that up. Organoids. Organoids, yeah. That's
1: really funny. That's my new band name. The organoids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they develop from human stem
0: cells and could be later used to treat people who suffer from kidney disease. Not if they're going to put this thing in me for a kidney. And the next thing I know, I've got a brain. And what else? Muscles. And muscles where a kidney should be. No, it's and like now the we kidney, have a problem. It's
1: the kidney growing a brain and the, it also grows muscles, So it's becoming a human.
0: Inside. That's what I think. That's what you I'm just No, imma- it's outside of it. I'm just imagining that now my kidney and I have a difference of opinion. <laughs> and one of us is muscular. No, so strong. they're growing
1: the kidney in the test tube. Yeah. They're growing it in the lab and it, suddenly it sprouts a
0: brain. It sprouts muscles. Well, What I'm saying is if they implant this in somebody. I don't know why. And it's going to try to get out. I know. And sleep with Adrian Brody. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, Experts suggesting the findings of the study implies that the method used is actually creating other types of cells. You think?
0: Oh, that's the hiking diagnosis. They could have asked (laughs) us about this.
1: um, scientists haven't quite learned that the organoid cells may not mirror the behavior of
0: human cells and therefore produce different results word (laughs) this is really like they they have like we have eggs we have milk we have flour we have sugar but we've made a hot dog what do you guys think happened? (laughs) you know
1: they were reassured with slight tweaks that we'll be able to block the rogue cells from sprouting which should speed up the progress in treating human kidney disease and drug discovery
0: I need to send them this movie's place. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> like, are they, this is so, this is frightening me. This is the tales from Dirk Campfire. Yeah. A kidney should not have its own brain and be lifting weights. But they keep repeating, you know, developing kidney organoids is, is
1: driven by the reality that we have so many patients with failing kidneys and no effective drugs to co- offer them.
0: So they keep repeating this, like, we need to do this. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. We, maybe we need to find out why people's kidneys are failing. Mm-hmm. Could it be a combination of if it's genetics, I don't know if the, what we can do about it because it's too late. You've got the kidney. But is it environment? Is it lifestyle? Or is this just something that happens? Oh, no. But they're
1: saying that they really need to try again. Um, but the malfunction happened um, because of, and the development is slow because of the lack of a good model. Say, we only rely on mats, rats and mice. And they're not little humans. There's no, nothing like Oh, I know like where him. this is yeah, going. Exactly. Yeah.
0: We need to work on prisoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like the idea that maybe if we can I see the lab where this was done and you're like, oh, well you guys are working right next to the brain guys. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know through the vents.
1: Yeah. Brain cells. Or the guy walking in with brain dripping off his I gloves. I swore
0: I washed my hands before I came in here. I had brain on it. Yeah. And then the, the other lab assistant looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now we know what happened. Yeah, but they're, they're, but, but they're
1: pushing this thing. Um, current re- research is exciting because it will hopefully eliminate the aspect that, of lost in translation's aspect of going from mouse to human. So they're, like, really
0: pushing just human. I, I don't know if this is... Look, I feel like a lot more testing has to be done because if someone tells me they're trying to create, as I used a cake, and they keep getting a hamburger or a mm-hmm. hot dog, no. So, it, that's just not appropriate. But they're just like, yeah,
1: we really need it. Um... And see, this just shows that we have to go and 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 Use experiment on prisoners.
0: How did this happen? I mean, I don't well, know we don't much have about prisoners. We don't,
1: well, yeah. we'll all go, yeah, go and find some in the south. Make
0: some things illegal.
1: Yeah,
0: um, like walking and driving. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that you know I don't really know that much about genetics, but didn't we read something quite a while back that we don't know how any like any cell can become anything, mm-hmm. and we don't know how any of these things work. No, right. Nobody knows how anything really works. Yeah, so you're trying to make an ear, and you come up with a foot, mm-hmm. which is fine in a lab situation, until you're trying to implant an ear on someone, mm-hmm. and they got you know a foot sticking out mm-hmm. of the side of their head. It's bizarre. So Elon Musk and our, our one of our newer segments, Musk You, Musk You really. Musk so I check in with, really. with our boy Musk, billionaire playboy Elon Musk. <laughs> oh I don't playboy. <laughs> you yet. put playboy in. That's not it. A- you know he has triple citizenship. White people, right? South How? Africa, Canada, and the United States. Got I'm struggling government. to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's hard for me. Yeah. Some people don't even think I should be here. In any case. Yeah, You know? know. You know? And it's like, hmm. Yeah. He's just get racking up citizenships. Billionaire Elon Musk finally has a chance. citizen <laughs> Multi- citizen Yeah. Citizen of nowhere and everywhere, has a chance at completing a commercial tunneling project in Las Vegas. So they're willing to take a gamble <laughs> on the boring company. It's a $48 million contract, which sounds really low for Elon. $48 million. $48 million? That's I mean, nothing. what are you going to do, build like a stop and shop? Um, <laughs> he's building underneath Las Vegas uh, some kind of a, a loop. And they're calling it. Now, tell me if this sounds futuristic to you or even 2019, a people mover. The system called a people mover which will carry passengers in an autonomous electronic vehicles, roughly a one mile loop under the center of the city. Um, and then it's going to expand to 1.5 miles. So underneath, underneath Las Vegas, under the strip, under the, no, under the, I think it's between the strip and the convention center. So the convention center is like a mile Mm. off the strip, but it's like everything in Las Vegas. You can't walk because it's the desert. Yeah. Like no matter how fit you are, like you really have to be careful. Um, so the loop is supposed to accommodate 4,400 passengers an hour uh, and they're going to shorten a 15-minute walk to a one-minute ride. So far, the only tunnel that they have completed is in California. It's a one-mile test route. Uh, they were going to do a Chicago O'Hare International Airport tunnel. But since they have a new mayor, that's been shelved. They were supposed to build a high-speed tunnel between JFK and Manhattan. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Please do that. Oh, come on. I, I, mean, I know. That ha- that should have been done already. They were going to do a tunnel from Washington to Baltimore, but that's going through an environmental review process. And they were going to do a 3.6-mile underground uh, tunnel to take fans from Dodger Stadium to the Metro. Mm-hmm. So basically what all of his projects are trying to create the urban planning disasters of cities. The fact that you can't get really easily from one place to another, yeah. despite the fact that these cities were planned out meticulously. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and now that we
1: have the need and everything is falling apart, yeah. and it's like, well, how do we verse, How do we get it? But it's interesting. Baltimore and, and D.C.? Is it's it really
0: difficult to get from Baltimore to D.C. Why do they need that? Um, is it because of the proving ground? No, it's because of just traffic. So mm-hmm. the Beltway area is, is pretty choked. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, and there's a lot of traffic, go, I mean, stuff going on between Baltimore and D.C. It's probably not going to go just to Baltimore. It probably will also connect it to Amtrak, you know, to other oh, things got, in the area. Got it. yeah. Um, but so it's like JFK to Manhattan. Like, come on, that should have already happened. So, everyone is, people are somewhat excited about this, except for the fact that, as we have pointed out before, and as Michael Manville, associate professor mm-hmm. of urban planning at UCLA, says, basically, there's nothing really that interesting about building a tunnel to move people around. That's the subway, right? It is. It's the subway. Yeah. <laughs> so, it he's is building fun. the a subway. subway. But it's it's, supposed
1: to, because it's by him, it's supposed to be
0: amazing. But what I don't understand is, like, all of these cities, like, um, Washington and Baltimore, they both have underground train Mm -hmm. systems. Uh, Jay, New York City has a massive underground train system. Um, I don't know about Dodger Stadium, but it says there's a metro nearby. I'm assuming that runs underground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Las Vegas is the only place I know that doesn't have an underground system. Most of their stuff is above ground, Mm -hmm. which is significantly cheaper. And in a place like, uh, they already have a monorail, which is great. I don't understand why they just aren't continuing with Mm -hmm. that. And the monorail goes to the convention center. Mm. I've taken it. So So, I don't understand why they're burrowing underground to make this subway system. That's only going to to take a 15-minute walk which no one's doing to a one minute ride when you already have multiple ways of getting there but he
1: wants to get underground he wants to build some infrastructure underground so this is yeah. all a ruse yeah
0: for his his musk his, enterprise his M- musk enterprises that when I, that just answered my other question is like why didn't he name it after himself because nobody wants anything from musk enterprises <laughs> musk incorporated um, so, this is what he's working on. They, so, it's $48 million. Catch Every, a whiff of the Musk. Yes. Musk Enterprise. Everyone else's bids came in a lot higher. And that's because I think Elon intentionally underbid just to get the work. He's going to get it because he's doing something else. He just else. needs to do... He just needs to make this tunnel. He needs to get in the door underground. Yeah. Underground. <laughs> and get something done. He's doing something else. He's like, 48, this is a steal. And he says that he's going to do it cheaper and faster with less disturbance hmm. than the way other people are going to do it. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, his first tunnel was 1.1 1. 1 miles. Uh, it's 20 to 40 feet beneath Hawthorne, California. It took 18 months and cost $10 million to develop. But there was nothing, there's no use for it. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing in the way. So it's, you know, it's it's one thing to build a tunnel out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. as a test. It's another thing to work through urban planning processes to deal with the fact that there are people who are going to be inconvenienced by mm-hmm. this, to deal with unions, you know what I mean, to other things that are going on. So, we'll see how it actually works. They're saying um, the convention center aims to complete the transit project in time for the trade show in 2021. But Elon Musk, being Elon Musk says, ah, it'll be done by March of this year. That's right. <laughs> so... <laughs> we'll see how that goes um good luck um at musk enterprises oh, here god. we go oh my god I know fuck they got the four r's four r's rehearse record rental repair
1: 209
0: west 40th street
1: hashtag golf life m-y-c-c
0: also, I, I, took, I looked at a picture of him lately. He looks like he's had some some, some questionable work. work. Really? Yeah. He no. looks a little too cherubic for really? a man of his age. <laughs> cherubic? <laughs> yes. I'll just put it that way.
1: Have you seen some of the ads? He looks like a Campbell Soup Kid. <laughs> right?
0: That's who's building the tunnel, in Las Vegas. is The Campbell Soup Kid.
1: That's what that's what work on guys looks like. It really does. Older older men when they get that. I work, have a it's question. Much. Is the blush
0: permanent? Is that, is that? Or is that? It's not rosacea, but it's like is it something that happens when you get that Campbell Soup work because it's all tightened up. So it's, it's tight. It's like. Yeah. It's irritating. He looks like someone has just smacked, you know, smacked him <laughs> on the, the other side. Yeah, on the or cheeks. Or doing the old-fashioned pinch yeah. the cheeks for a blush. Yeah. Um, I hope he's... I would love to see him him doing some contouring before he gets on stage.
1: No, but have you seen the ads now that they're aiming, like, Botox and... and at men? At men. The ads are nuts. I, I was... <laughs> Oh go, no! Go to a sports bar. They're not really on television in general, yeah. but they're like where men sports bar.
0: congregate.
1: Yeah, and so you kind of look up and start seeing the, the work. And they had three different guys who had gone through, and one's okay, one's like eh, and the other one's a monster, and he's on his <laughs> <laughs> he's on <I'm> a monster. <laughs> Basically, he's got his hands out in front of him. He's wearing stacks. I think he's like nodes. He's riding you know, like a mountain bike in the woods, and no, then he's so, not. <laughs> He's, like, over 50, and okay. he's in shape, but then you turn around and see his face, and it's, like, it's, it's just a face with no, nothing changes. Wow. And it's, it looks like a Campbell Soup can. Is, like is it
0: so bad, it looks like the mouth is, like, a cutout piece that moves from another piece of film? That's
1: pretty much, and I went to the bartender, this woman, I said, look at this guy, and she's, like, mother
0: F. <laughs> Why are they doing this to I don't people? Know. I don't know. It's supposed to evoke. You know what, dudes? It would be so like men to be like, "No, I don't want to look natural. I want people to know I got this work. <laughs> I didn't pay twenty thousand dollars to look natural. <laughs> I don't want to look fucking That's surprised. A whole damn new face. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Elon Musk? I don't it- look like a... Can- so people are bringing in Campbell soup cans <laughs> and just showing that to their surgeon, and being like, "That's what I want. This is the Bugatti of faces, <laughs> Bugatti and I want it on here." <laughs> Those are the different models. The Transam. <laughs> yeah. Bugatti. Yeah. <laughs> there's a DeLorean for the old. It's a DeLorean, yeah, right? There's a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Uh, kind of a grey poupon. Yes, yeah, so there's a whole package and you're
1: like, this it's not gonna look natural no matter what you do. And the doctors are like, It's not going to and they're like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't want it to look natural. So good. you said two of the guys look normal. Well, one look. is okay. One is like eh and then the third one Is that eleven? Yeah. With Elon Musk. Yeah. He also had, his nose is suspiciously upturned as well. And I don't, I've never seen that on anyone but a cartoon pig. Do you know what I mean? So maybe he's brought in a picture of like an, uh, you know, an old Porky pig or Peppa pig. And then a Campbell soup can and be like, this is what I want. I'm putting it together. And on on his mood board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I want. There's a falcon in the background, a big falcon, you know, and then this stuff. Good luck to him. That's really funny. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I have another expression that we're getting wrong. And this okay. is a sister segment to the weakened bigots.
0: Yeah. So this is these are words that we that are in the water stream and we're just using them improperly or phrases.
1: No, uh, yes. So, so this is a phrase that we're using improperly. Ready? It's blood
0: is thicker than water. Okay. Is we- this how is this wrong? I, I take blood is thicker than water to mean Well, in my case, nothing. But but that your family is be closer to you than... Yeah, than any other, like, outsiders. Yeah, so
1: familial... We see how well that's worked out for everybody. Because, and everyone thinks that, like, oh, we're families, so we have to stick together, we have to blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. You say blood is thicker than water, but when you're in the desert... (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's just the real saying, blood is thicker than water... The blood of the covenant is thicker than, the real saying is, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the the womb. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, which means that friendships formed by choice are stronger than those formed by birth.
0: Oh. So it's opposite. Wow. And we, we... Well, I'm with this then. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm using this correctly then. It, well, you don't really say blood is... Yeah,
1: blood is thicker than water, but it, it, you would everyone misinterprets it. Yeah, all right, blood is thicker than blood water. Blood of the
0: covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. The water of the womb, you know, womb water. <laughs> Everyone's talking about that. It's such a common phrase, I don't know why we didn't pick that out right away. And when yeah. I think water, I think womb. When I say water, you say womb, water, womb, water, womb. That's how it goes. All right. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Isn't that one? one? Yeah. It's the blood like of the covenant. covenant it's thicker than the water of the womb. That makes friendships sound a lot more fucking serious.
1: I know. The it does. It's like I'm your... We uh, convene I, as friends. But also, it makes you think again about, like, what kind of friend are you? You yeah. have to think about what you bring in your friendship package to yeah. the game.
0: In your in your arc of friendship.
1: Yeah. So, it's <laughs> a, a, like, I, as a friend, I bring X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and I know I bring these qualities. And I have to... Is that how you
0: enter a friendship? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm going to write that on this piece of paper, fold it, slide it across the table on what I have to offer yeah. this friendship. Yeah. You have a look at it.
1: Yeah. you can't Slide just... it back.
0: <laughs> if you're okay with this, <laughs> yeah. rosé shall follow. Yeah. If not, we spit on the ground twice and then walk away. Right. <laughs> no friendship shall be had. Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's like, you just see two women spit, you're like, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> they seem like they would get along. Yeah. Who but no. Yeah. Did you see our demands? <laughs> Alright, so Amazon is now selling houses <laughs> with free shipping. Oh, Have you heard about this? I heard about this.
1: Tell but tell Okay, everybody. so it's
0: they're selling whole houses with free shipping. I don't know if Prime Gets involved here. but Oh, um, it does get involved. And so it's a free shipping situation. But is it like same day, uh, next day? Oh, I free shipping is prime. Free shipping right? is That's prime. Right. So you
1: get free uh, house
0: shipped free, mm-hmm. but I think you have to put it together and it takes like five weeks. Yeah, you have to put delivery. it together yourself. Well, they, they, apparently, according to them, it takes less than that. So this is a prefabricated, prefabricated or modular housing um is very popular. I I don't understand why it's so expensive still in America to build housing. I think it should be I want quality materials, but people are struggling. We mm-hmm. have a housing shortage and it's absolutely, you know, ridiculous. <clears throat> we have all this technology. Me, they're trying to automate, you know, some disaffected teens job mm-hmm. out of CVS. They could be working on this, mm-hmm. you know. Um so a hun- they, they're selling a 172 square foot this is not a and house. It's not a house. They're saying it's a cabin. This is a bathroom in a lot of places in America. 120, 72 square feet prefab cab, cabin for $7,250. You, they claim you can build it in eight hours. Yeah, maybe if you have, like, either Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses with you, sure, yeah. you could raise this barn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or the Amish or yeah. Mennonites, but, like, the average person no. is not going to be able to do it. Like, how long would it take us? That's what I wanted to know. How long I does would, it like, take... I read the instructions. How long does it take two podcasters to put this house together it should be the measure. And what about water and sewage and electric? Cabin. A hole on the floor, and then uh, I guess you can open up the roof if you want some light. Wow. Keep it real. Um... So the home was it sold out? Apparently, it sold That's out. That's great. You know yeah. what?
1: This is like, but you put that up on your property, and it's like you know, you stick your mother in law in there. Yeah, people come and visit. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you
0: have the, so I'm assuming like where I'm from, people <laughs> stick do. your mother in law in there. People where I'm from, they do get prefab stuff like this, but it's like you get people and you do a foundation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get your permits, and then. You put the thing on top of it. So maybe that'll work. Then there's another one, 292 square feet for $19,000. The square footage does not include the sleeping loft. It's large enough to function. as like a summer house, a home office, or a standalone retail building. Those kind of creep me out. Like, there's little retail villages that I'm like, this just is like a bunch of, like, the stuff in the Walmart parking lot that they're trying to sell me for a shed. And you have your business in it. Um, you could add their utility hookups, and it can be converted into a residence. That costs extra. If you live in a cooler climate, you'll need insulation. Two adults can assemble this home in two or three days. I, why do I feel like it's going to be like Ikea, where we're, like, looking at the park stuff. Park and like, like yeah. Looking at that little wrench. Wasn't there supposed to be do? a door here? No, yes. just put it together. Yeah. Like, then there's a 1,000-foot eco-house-smart timber home. For 40K, that's more like it. Mm -hmm. A modern cell architecture uh, designed as a lounge. Okay, so 1,000 square feet is larger than a lot of two-bedroom apartments in New York City. So Mm -hmm, I don't know mm -hmm. what they're talking about. This is a lounge. Yeah. Uh, It can be used as a house with flexibility in terms of the layout. So I saw this 1,000 square foot eco house mart. It looks really nice. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very well designed. And then there's a a 113-square-foot thir- escape cabin. I guess this is for your mother-in-law. <laughs> for 5Gs. So that's for hobbyists, for people who are gardening. You know, would put your tools and supplies in there. Or just like a retreat in your backyard. Okay. Because apparently everyone's family is so offensive nowadays that you have... You can't just go in the backyard. You have to go in the backyard mm, and, and, and the shut the yourself into your a cabin. You do. <laughs> like, retreat, retreat. Not like retreat and relax. No, just literally like... It's like Run. Yeah. Like, there's a sign that says, don't fucking come in. Don't even knock. Don't even. And it's X underlined. Um, And then you add the, like, free shipping, but then you add the foundation. I I like these ideas. I I like, I think it's interesting, the the backyard escape ones, but I'm really interested in um, getting homes down to the price where, you know, young people can afford them. Yeah. Um, Because it's ridiculous. If you can't afford to buy a house... Uh, and you can't afford to to rent, and you can't afford to build a house. Like, what are you going to mm-hmm. do? So, I'm not saying that these could be they they could be long term solutions. I don't know. Maybe these quali- these houses are something that you could put together and live in for ten, twenty, thirty, forty years. If it's if you can do something like that for someone for forty grand, it's not bad. Not a bad idea. And also, I remember I don't know if people do this so much anymore, but in the eighties, remember the starter homes? Mm-hmm. Everyone, you'd have like a little bungalow, and mm-hmm. maybe there'd be a basement, unfinished or something like that. And then over time, people would add on right. to them. So maybe it be, could be something like that. So you play bass, keys, drums, guitar, sing lead or rap, horns too. Looking for a place to go Saturday night, eight p.m. to twelve. SDA. Funkadelic Studios, y'all. A fully equipped rehearsal studio. It's got everything you need to jam. jam. What you waiting on? 209 West 40th Street. Come one, come all. And you can bring your bandmate, lover, or friend. Yeah, come prepare to jam. Jam. So, Amazon.com, prime, free shipping. Get yourself a house. Yeah. And then hire, hire a couple podcasters to come over and put it up in a month or two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, what do you have? I have advice on advice. All right, advice on advice is a segment where we find advice on the internet that stinks. And it's unqualified. And we improve upon it by giving our advice on that advice. So who's this from? This is from the Moneyist. Oh, that's a terrible name. I know. The so Moneyist. It's
1: money advice. So okay. the Moneyist. All
0: right. It's the Moneyist advice. How about goodness. the Cash Doctor? I <laughs> I like that one. And the S is the dollar sign, Yeah. eh? That's perfect. See? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, It says, I want my son to receive half of my marital property. Then my husband's two children should receive the other 50%. Okay. All right. Okay. The woman says she earns far more than her new husband, which should be reflected in their wills. Hold on. All right. So... These are all children? Now, just... All right. There's a woman. Okay. And she has... (laughs) She makes a lot of money. Yeah. She has a son. Now she married a new guy. And now she has two more kids. Two more kids. So she's like, in my will, I want my one son to get half. And the other two to split the, the rest. The half, yes.
0: Yeah, so 25% to each kid. Okay. Okay, so. that's dear, that, that right there says a lot about how she is not really embracing this family. Right. Yes. <laughs> dear Moneyist, I recently
1: got married to a man with two daughters. I make quite a bit more than he does, and I have one son because I do not think I because I do not think I could afford more children. Mm -hmm. My mother will be leaving me a sizable inheritance, which I want to save for my son. Okay. My husband is expected to receive some inheritance from his parents, and I have no intention of putting my fingers into that pot.
0: Depends on what state you live in, but okay. How do our three
1: children inherit in my husband's and my community property? I don't think... Each should get a third. Rather, my son should get half because that is my contribution and his two daughters should share the 50%. Uh, I have not brought this up with my spouse, but I would like a second opinion regarding inher- inheritance with stepchildren.
0: Thank yeah. you, signed stepmom. So this is a little weird because in my culture, traditionally, there's not a lot of inheritance. And mm-hmm. when there is, I'm and not talking about my culture, I'm talking about black people, I'm talking mm-hmm. about my family and where I'm from. Things just get split equitably Mm -hmm. because you're going to say, like, I love you. Like, I have 100 percent love. You get half of it. And then the other two of you split it up. Mm -hmm. But also the weird thing of like in a blended family, how do you know that you're not going to come to love those daughters Mm -hmm. as your Mm -hmm. own? Yeah. And how does that I don't know how you translate love to money or how about them loving you yeah but but also she says i don't expect to ask for anything that my husband has but you're married like at some point are you guys going to consider forming a mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like no, a kind of a, a group thing and what happens if you have made it very clear to your son that you're giving your son half and the other two are going to split it up now i'm looking way into the future let's say something happens to your son he you become estranged from him he doesn't make it Whatever he blows the money. Now you've demonstrated to these other two people who might be the only ones around to take <laughs> care of you yeah. that you care a little bit less for them. Yeah. Should what if they decide to reciprocate with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now exactly. let's imagine that their their father's money is gone too. So all that's left is the little bit of money that little piece that you broke them off
1: from. Mm-hmm. I I know, I know. You know. <laughs> That's you know, but I also You can do whatever you want, but you have, know what I mean? I have also learned that if you know, as anyone receiving money, if someone promises you money or you think you have an inheritance, it doesn't mean
0: anything. Wait till it's in your hand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the only thing that matters is what's
0: in your yes. hot little hands.
1: Yep. Nothing but, promised, not nothing like I'm in the will, I'm this yep. and that. You don't even know the shit that
0: can yeah. go down. We generally, I was going to say into, in, in my in my family and in the families around me, we don't even talk about stuff like that mm-hmm. because who knows what's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So when you're promising, and, and the occasions when people have promised me something, it's never a fault. It's never come around. Mm-hmm. So I'm like you. I'm like, yeah, when it gets in my little palm mm-hmm. and I have it here in cash mm-hmm. or in my account, then I will deal with it. Right? Right. Okay.
1: So, the moneyist says, this is the kind of conversation best to have before you got married. (laughs) Springing it on your husband months after the wedding has a high risk of creating resentment. He obviously loves his two children as much as you love your son. And you're saying automatically, I love your children less. (laughs) Yes. So, (laughs) you need to tread carefully. Yeah. Don't weigh in with your opinions about how much you, you earn compared to your husband because... That only has the potential to create more
0: drama. And what if, what if she doesn't let ask is fired? Yeah. Right. Blacklisted or whatever. She can no longer participate. And now it's like, oh, no, I hope you're not hoping to get your hands on any of this. Yeah, I know. Because right? you made it quite clear. That you wanted this. Yeah.
1: Instead, find a way into a discussion about your finances. How it's responsible for you both to leave your wills, know that you are a married couple. What? Right? How it's responsible for you both to leave wills no, now that you're a married couple. Mm-hmm. It's typed wrong. These details, while the main reason for you making a will, can be a part of the larger discussion. That way he won't, uh, fingers crossed, feel blindsided. Before telling him what you would like to happen, ask him, how should we divide our
0: estates? I feel like... Who knows? You may be on the same page. The, yeah, I feel like this is good advice because... I don't know how it would feel mm-hmm. if right after you've made this major commitment to be married to somebody they come at you with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like that might change how you feel about it because what if your attitude is like, well this is all these this is our family now. Mm-hmm. So why would we why wouldn't we just split everything? Yeah, equally. equally. These are um, our children. children. Yeah, they're our right? children. There are yeah. children, there's 3 of them. So they're bringing it down to the lowest level. Like, are you going to short? Are you going to do this fifty, twenty-five, twenty-five with everything? Mm-hmm. Like, when 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 your son goes to college, are you going to pay for that? But then only, yeah. Do you mean know totally like I'm how right. are you going to? I feel like the way the money is split up is emblematic of your feelings mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. these children and is that going to filter down into everything
1: yeah or, or would it have been if he had one daughter would it be 75 for the son seventy yeah. five
0: for her and also some people i know who have had blended families they adopt the kids mm-hmm. to you know so that everybody is do you know what i mean yeah, Is on the same footing. it's on the same page and that's their family now yeah. right Says
1: stepchildren are typically not included under state inheritance laws, so it makes sense for you both to clearly state who
0: will receive your respective estates when Ooh, you die. Oh, I didn't know that. I know, right? Then I would, if I were those daughters, I'd be like, you know what? I'm only going to listen to you half the time. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, a quarter of the time. All right,
1: yeah, I have only a quarter of a time for you. Now. Yeah, you can um, set up a trust for your son for the money he will receive from your mother. Okay. Well, that's, you know, if the if that mother wants to.
0: That's the, the mother, the though. grandmother, the grandmother's choice, right? That's
1: her choice. So if she okay. wants to set up a trust for him, then that's her business. Okay.
0: Also, I mean, you should the grand. Sometimes grandparents react favorably towards stepchildren.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She might be interested in being having a relationship with those girls as well. Yeah, but I a, a
1: feeling this mother would be like, "Listen, I get all the inheritance, and then then I, pass I parcel it out." Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can also create a separate living account for him and. Um, other investment vehicles that will go to your son in the event you will precede him and your husband can do the same. These people
0: must have a lot of money because this is just not a problem in my family.
1: Yeah, for your community <laughs> property I don't think it's worth getting into a messy conversation about giving your son 50% and your husband's children the other half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are three adult children and as such I rec- I'd recommend you split the community property
0: three ways. Yeah, why not just be a real bitch and not give them anything? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of this like yeah. pretending you're not a bitch. Already. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's but, what I'm saying. What, is that, what does 25% mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, what do you...
1: By all means, ask him first what he would like to do, but my own cost-benefit analysis suggests the benefit outweighs that extra 17%. You can also save more of your own money, set aside of your, more, more of your own money for your son. So that 17% that she's slipping over to her son instead of going, you know, 33 for everybody? Yeah.
0: It's not worth the problems. I don't think it's worth the problems either. Yeah. And I also don't, I mean, and I'm not a family person, but I would feel like you're accepting these people into your life, Mm -hmm. but you're already deciding that they're only ever going to be a quarter of, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, just give it a chance. You may find out down the line, like, your son is a POS and you don't want to, you don't want to waste your family's inheritance on him, period. Mm -hmm. So... Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know what's going
1: to happen. You yeah. Be nice to everybody. Yeah. Eat, treat everyone equally. Uh, what if
0: something happens? I'm always thinking like, the tr- what if something happens to the husband? Mm-hmm. Right. He's out of the picture. Now you have these three kids, two of whom who are like looking at you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you and, know? Or if
1: something happens to you, and now you're mm-hmm. bedridden, and you need some help, That's and you need yeah. people
0: around you. And yeah. then what? Well, you know, the son is going to be there half the time. <laughs> and then to <they're laughs> like, a quarter of the time. Yeah. They, if we're taking shifts, I'm only taking a quarter of the shifts mm-hmm. of wiping mom's ass, you know, and, like, yeah. putting her dentures in. Oh, God. Interesting. I've people, people set up some problems for themselves.
1: Yeah, you do. He says, you want to do what makes logical sense, but avoid any hint of churlishness towards his children. <laughs> churlishness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if the situation were reversed, would you expect your husband to make the same
0: proposal in reverse? Yeah. So how would, if he, look. If what he had the one child if, and she had two. What if we find out that, that, you know, so say she's got a couple hundred thousand dollars coming to you. What if it comes out later on that the husband has millions? But he's like, you know, I'm going to give your son nothing. Yeah. I need to make up for the amount of money that you're not giving these two other children that yeah. we have to raise. It. And they, I think they really should start thinking about them as their children. Mm-hmm. Because they're the it, it's their children at mm-hmm. this point, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's weird. That, that woman, there's something odd about that. She doesn't sound very um, charitable. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm, a, I'm concerned. I would say I'm concerned. All right. So I have something here. Um, eight successful people share how not to find a mentor. I have never had a mentor. Um, how not to find twins. yes how um, locked like, a- <laughs> like they're they're
1: just dropping from the sky. Yes. These mentors, I think yeah. there are a
0: couple different kinds of people or there are many different kinds of people on earth. There are some people that people are are falling over themselves to help. Mm-hmm. Like these people who always get lots of help. Then there are people who are, you know, get a little bit of help here and there. Then there are people who get very little help at mm-hmm. all, and that's mostly me and my friends.
1: Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah.
0: Oh, that- I don't none of my friends have ever had a mentor. Yeah. Oh. Um that I know about. No. But I know tons of people who are getting men- I'm like, this is doing everything for you. So this is how not to get a mentor, which I think I am probably very good at this, not getting a mentor, you and all yeah. of my friends. Um, it's, a, it's, it's about the person, not their position. So Alex Von Tobel, CEO and founder of LearnVest says. And part-time Dracula. And part-time Dracula. <laughs> Says so for me, mentorship is vital. I absolutely attribute a lot of my success to being in a position where I had a lot of great mentors. See, a lot of great mentors. B, I've had zero um, people I could go to and ask for advice. Frequently, when I go to ask someone for advice, it's the same thing when I ask someone for money. Like oh, I was about to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> the quality of your mentors is really important as a young individual in the workplace. Well, we missed that. Because it really shapes your perspective on how work should be done. For example, if you have a mentor that isn't the most forward-thinking or honest, I think that can be a bad thing. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Maybe. I've been very blessed. Oh, hashtag blessed. Hashtag, to have had mentors that are incredibly honest and transparent. See right through them. And quality leaders. And I think that really helps shape the person who I am. So I don't, as I was reading through these, I wonder if these are like mentors Or these are just people that are, like, friends of your family who are helping you out.
1: Maybe. I I I
0: think it's just people that you can go to for advice that have some life experience. It's not the advice. I think what these mentors are, these mentors are people who are like, oh, I know about a gig here.
1: Okay, got it, got it. That's what I think, yeah,
0: more like a hookup kind of thing. Um, Instead of insisting on coffee or dinner meetings, be flexible. This is Kevin Conroy, founder of The Number Project. Mm -hmm. Um, in the 34 to 45 age range, you have mothers who operate and think very differently than dads. Why? Because mothers want and need to spend time at home with their children. That time after work is precious. So no matter how amazing the event is, they probably won't come, be, won't come because family members matter more. So when I'm networking, I can't think like a 29-year-old single guy. I have to think the target I'm trying to attract. The same applies to, to young women. Don't approach them in the way that's most comfortable. Uh, don't approach them in the way that's most comfortable for you. Approach them where they're at and with them in mind. For example, I found that coffees aren't really the greatest, most effective way to meet people certain demographics. So his idea is like you got to be able to sniff out a mentor mm-hmm. where and whenever you can. This has never worked for me.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I thought that uh, I thought the bond between a mentor and a mentee are just it's a little more stronger and yeah. long lasting it's a commitment but
0: this is all of this stuff here there's like several of these but they're all like ladder climbing things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so these are people who are like hunting out people who can it's also, give them the next step up
1: that's just that's not a mentor that's not a mentor to they me have, yeah to me it's more of a, it's a relationship out of respect And, like, it's not just, you know, somebody giving you the leg up to the next position, but they're giving you advice on, like, all right, I'm in this position now. Yeah. How do, with your wisdom, how do you suggest I handle this? So
0: here's my favorite one. This is from Condoleezza Rice, uh, now Director of Stanford University Graduate School of Business and Global Center for Business and the Economy, formerly U.S. Secretary of State, war criminal, and worked for the Bush family. So, it says, search for role models you can look up to and people who take an interest in your career. But here's an important warning. You don't have to have mentors like you. Had I been waiting for a black female Soviet specialist mentor, I would still be waiting. And or you would have been working for good. Most of my mentors have been old white men. Who? (laughs) Because they were the ones who dominated my field. Uh, Are you kidding me? This is, again. No. That's rare. Yeah. Yeah absolutely rare and i suspect they were interested because they thought you could further their evil but like if you're not about that what yeah, do you, yeah you yeah. know what do you do so i know so interesting finding mentors i've never had one it's too late for me to mentor to be, have a mentor now some people have asked me to mentor them and i'm like no you don't
1: you don't need me as a mentor <laughs> you don't yeah, need me course. as a mentor
0: you need somebody who has connections yeah as a mentor. that's what you're looking for yeah Just, you're can, not you know, looking can for advice you make an introduction yeah, yeah can you make an introduction so that was very interesting